0: Welcome, hello everyone, we are live uh, here in an undisclosed place in Southeast Iowa that we all know where it is, Washington, Iowa. Um, I'm Andy Kretzinger, I'm here with my old buddy Hunter Moeller again, yep. how's it going Hunter? Oh, pretty good man. And uh, Nick Steffens on the ones and twos, also off camera, Matt Bryant hanging out with us too, a shout out to our publisher. Um, we're here on Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk Live, And if you're watching this, you are watching on Washington Live's YouTube, Washington Live's Facebook, Mount Pleasant Live's Facebook, Fairfield Live's Facebook, or uh, we're also on Spotify at Washington Live, audio and video. So you can listen to us in the car, watch us at work, at school, whatever. Tell them to put it on at the the sports bar you're at. And um, we're into 2023, the very first. So this is the two years. If this show had a Wikipedia page, it would officially say 2000. Well, actually, it would say 2022 to present. But if, you know, anyway. Um, so Happy New Happy New Year. I'm um, wearing uh, a special gift I found at a gas station while we were on our way to Waco State yeah. Football Championship. What a find. If you understand what this team is right here, then... You know, you're one of the reals. This is the New York, <laughs> New Jersey hitman of the original XFL, probably in 2001 or two. Yeah, way back. And the reason I'm wearing it today is to remind myself, because we're, we, you know, it's sad because the NFL season's coming to an end, mm-hmm. but you can watch all those games on YouTube, on XFL's YouTube, so you have a little, you know, do you ever get tired? There's no football. You're sad. Check out the hitman. I They had a guy named He Hate Me. I think he played for the hitman, because you didn't use your actual last name. You used to, what would your nickname be if put you on the spot? you're in the xfl i, no I don't think they do those anymore <laughs> everything's not as cool as it used to be anyway it's, let's talk about some yeah. let's talk about some high school sports what were you gonna say <laughs> Never <laughs> Did mind. do you have one no oh, all right all right i guess i are gonna go there all right well maybe sometime later in 2023 we'll go there um we had some uh, pretty big uh, high school basketball we'll start um, last night um fresh on the memory uh hunter you were in beautiful Kiyosaka, Iowa yep at van buren county high school um how did uh, that is a, only a girls game yep, it's been a, a series girl, they've been going on for the last few years how it go
1: yeah well you know it turned out to be a really good one obviously both teams fairfield um coming in with one win van buren coming coming in with one win uh you know both teams have been been playing some tough opponents all season long um you know it was kind of expected after one it was seven seven you know neither team really getting uh you know getting a jump on the other there same with the second it was 11-8 uh, so, uh, Trojans headed into halftime with an 18-15 lead. Uh, Fairfield really picked it up in the third. Kind of came out with tenacity. I know I was talking to you about this. Uh, really, uh, you know, they they ran the press early, but they weren't wasn't you know wasn't uh, wasn't you know they really weren't getting much out of it. But in the second, they got it looked like they got a little more aggressive. You know, swiping for the ball. Um, mm-hmm. I was talking to you about Ash and Liska had probably three steals in a row for layups, uh, and you know that kind of just kind of set the set the tone out of the gate. in the second. They uh, outscored. Uh, um, the Warriors, 20-9 to in that quarter. Headed in the fourth, 38-24 uh, uh, lead. Uh, Van Buren kind of bounced back in the, uh, in the fourth. They ended up winning at 21-15. Uh, Fairfield built up uh, is as large as a 14-point lead. Um, with about th- uh, three minutes to go, Van Buren was able to get it down to six. Um, I believe it was 51-46, um, but uh, just, or I guess at 51-45. Uh, just didn't have enough time, basically. T- you know, Not enough time on their side. Uh, so Fairfield gets their second win of the season here. So
0: One thing I noticed is that, you know, obviously Fairfield plays a lot of teams that are senior led. You know, if you're playing the Mount Pleasants and the, and the Fort Madisons, you know, that because of how young Fairfield is, they, they can't really be expected to, uh, you know, to, to knock off early in their careers. But when they've had these close games that they can win, they have won them. That's uh, Burlington and Van Buren County. When they're two closest yep. games, they've been able to pull it out.
1: Yeah, and you know, and you just kudos to them because, you know, mentioning the young girls, obviously, we mentioned Ashland List because they're their lone senior there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Savannah Hollander's uh, a junior. Those two were kind of the main girls returning that had any varsity experience from last yep. year. So, you know, kudos for the girls step, stepping up and, uh, you know, just getting better as the season goes on.
0: I, I saw um, Fairfield uh, at a doubleheader on Monday um, against Centerville and the girls' game. Uh, Centerville has a really good a couple of post players. Um, you know, Fairfield definitely wasn't favored coming in, but mm-hmm. um, they went down, um, I think, 13 nothing immediately. And then Savannah Hollander scored every point in the th- the, the first quarter for those guys. <laughs> she had 11 after one. Ended up with 13. Um, and Ashland Lisk uh, had 10 in that, but they ended up losing that one, 58-38. And a, a big thing was that, you know, Fairfield's posts are so big. Uh, Fairfield is definitely a smaller team, a shorter team, and so it was tough. They They pressed and they tried to keep it out of the post. But once it got there, you know, they, they struggled to um, slow him down. So I was kind of wondering how they would handle Ivy Davidson yeah. for Van Buren County.
1: Yeah, no, you know, I meant to mention that. It's like, you know, that, that's kind of the one thing that Van Buren's been able to take advantage of. Obviously, mm-hmm. Ivy Davidson has been, you know, stellar all, all year down low. That's she right. finished with 28 points, 15 rebounds in on this one. Oh, wow. Uh, she but, scored
0: like 34 when I, when yeah. I uh,
1: covered him in Danville. So she comes yeah. out to play when the Union's so, there. So, uh, you know, as a team together, they should have enough in them. But, uh, you know. Obviously, Van Buren. Uh, I believe they're playing Columbus next, so uh, that'll be another good game for those two teams. There looking for looking for some more wins. So
0: yeah, that would be a really good game. Um, and then, by the way, just to just to finish my talk about the, um, I was in uh, Fairfield on Monday. Um, Fairfield boys had a big win, um, eighty. Um, oh, do I have the the final score here? No, I, of course I don't. But I was eighty uh, three to forty eight. I believe it was around there. It was a. Um, a dominant win over Centerville, a good non-conference game, and everyone's kind of healthy for um, Fairfield right now. Max Wheaton had twenty-one in that one. Um, Tate Allen had twenty, and Jay Lane had uh, nineteen. So the three uh, big scorers were right there together, and they had eight or nine guys who who scored. So they looked pretty good. Um, that was uh, they kind of kicked off the the uh, new year with a, a couple of games. And in fact, um, you were at a, a game couple games yesterday that were kind of the new year's kickoff games yep uh you were at a a classic rivalry i think that's been going for six years now between new London and mount pleasant they used to not play and then when new London got really good at boys basketball they um started playing these girl boy doubleheaders. and it was at mount pleasant and it was a uh, mount you know the road team used to dominate that series but not uh, last night mount pleasant uh, was able to or two nights ago mount pleasant was able to uh, knock off the tigers
1: yeah, you know, in the girls contest obviously first game of the night. Uh, you know, New London New London struggled all season long obviously. They're still looking for their first win and uh-huh. you know, uh, you know, Mal Pleasant, uh, had their key player stepped in the, uh, stepped up in this one. Um, it ended up being a 59-20 win for for the Panthers. Uh, they pretty much clicked on it both sides of the ball. The night <laughs> they held they held the Tigers in single digits in all four quarters. Uh, gave up six in the first, four in the second, three in the th- or six in the third and four in the fourth. Um, Trish and Shaw had a great game, 23 points. She hit six threes. Uh, you wow. know the tiger defense was just a little slow and she was able to knock him down and um Andrea Lopriato fourteen points eleven rebounds another double double so um you know he, not i guess not a huge win for the for for the panthers regarding you know conference play but uh-huh. uh, a nice
0: win to uh you know i guess get them jump started here in the in the uh, new year. Well, one thing I'd say, Tristan Schull, um, you mentioned that she she had a couple of really good games the last couple games. They did not have her when they lost at Fort Madison earlier this year, mm-hmm. and they have a, a home game against Fort Madison on Friday, which is a really big one because in terms of the teams that I think can, can you know, win or lose to Mount Pleasant, you know, Fort Madison and then the uh, Keokuk and Washington, Um Fort Madison is the uh, uh, would be a, a team that they had they lost to the first round about so that would be a big one as far as the conference championship the boys games as I said these started um, when New London uh, I think um, the old the Mason Porters and Isaac McSorley's of the world were seniors um, and the Keontae Laker were seniors for New London when this started so New London was definitely up to snuff with Mount Pleasant and they knew that New London would be um, for the for the last for the next uh, few years at least but um, seemed like it was the usual suspects for Mount Pleasant that kind of got that one down, huh.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, after, after that one, we you know we kind of expected it to be a good game. We had you know, star players, were, you know, some of the best players around the area playing on, you know, both teams in that one. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, by the end, when all when all was said and done, it was a 61-40 win for Mount Pleasant. Um, you know, early on, it kind of took took both uh, teams a while to get going. Not for Peyton Higgins, uh, but uh, <laughs> <You> <laughs> as a team all together. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Mount Pleasant won the won the first 13-8. Um, and then uh, 18-16, uh, Higgins had 22 <laughs> of uh, of the uh, Panthers, 31 half first time. half points. So wow. he was he was scorching hot in that one. Uh, we talked to him after the game. He just said he was feeling it. So, uh, you know, he's been doing that all season. We've seen his mm-hmm. jam- game jump up a lot. But uh, for for New London, uh, you know, they just. Really, the big, the big, the biggest difference in the game, They just, it just looked like they weren't comfortable out there. And, you know, kudos mm-hmm. to Mal Pleasants for, for taking that away. Obviously, they, they held uh, Cade Benjamin to 14 points, uh, uh, Blaze Porter to 12. Those are, you know, New London's kind of standouts yeah. there. And then really just uh, Mal Pleasant kind of poured it on in the second, uh, held New London to, um, <coughs> to uh, uh, 16 points, just 16 points in the second half, five in the third, uh, 11 in the fourth. And then uh, they scored 14 in the third themselves,
0: 16 in the fourth on, you know, in, they get a they twenty one point win. So now you mentioned uh, Mount Pleasant just seems like a really good second half team so far this year. And their in their conference games they were really um, big in the second half. Uh, and so that's kind of it. And they play a lot of guys. Yeah. And I think that's a big a big thing.
1: Uh, we'll sp- and and Hagen finished with uh, thirty three in that one nine rebounds. So wow. Nate Shroud with eight. So. That's pagan's uh, kind of just took over. He had yeah, like but. half of their points,
0: right? So <laughs> yeah. he's got a few of those now. Yeah. You know, now it's a trend. You know, not just one or two games. It seems like every game he he can go for thirty points, and, and especially in boys basketball where it's more, it's less star dominated. You know, seeing a, a thirty point game is uh, pretty impressive. Uh, speaking of second half teams, uh, so I was at Winfield last night. The first time that Winfield, Mount Union, and Hillcrest Academy played boys' basketball this year, uh, Winfield had to be the second-half team because they had to storm back and forth mm-hmm. overtime and then beat Hillcrest over in Kelowna by three. I expected last night to be uh, uh, somebody's burritos done because I heard a beep. <laughs> uh, I expected last night to be a, uh, a similar game, um, but it wasn't. It was uh, Winfield, Mount Union, controlled it. Um, they ended up winning that 59-42, to and a very impressive um part of that is uh Cam Buffington had some early buckets there. He's obviously their leading scorer. Um and he had two he he had a nice uh, awesome dunk which I think he said that um what Varsity Bound put their number one highlight well, of the
1: yeah there the were, year, there was the week. I don't know if they just retweeted it but they had like a caption of like the best highlight or
0: something yeah the number one highlight of the night Um, he had a a great dunk and then came back on the other end and had a really uh, just a reach in like ticky tack foul and then on the very this is halfway through the first quarter on the very next possession he he, uh, I didn't see the Hillcrest kid that stepped in and took the charge but they got him a second foul so Cam Buffington didn't play almost the entire first half um, and uh, Winfield was up uh, 59 after the first quarter, and even without Buffington, they were able to um, push that to 30-12 to 12 at halftime, and there are two things that I thought um, were key in that. One is that uh, Gabriel Hemsworth, who we I'm sure talked about him more in the cross-country uh, year, he, he's, a, yep. he's a running star, and he kind of came off the bench, hit three uh, three pointers for him, which was huge, because it was a pretty defensive game anyway, mm-hmm. and I thought he did even more than that. I thought he, the speed that he added to the team was, was good, and they kind of they didn't really become guard-dominated because uh, when they take one big guy off, they took Cam Buffington off and they just put Cooper Buffington in. So right. they, they didn't lose. You know, When you're playing Winfield, you're playing against Towers no matter how many guys you foul yep. out. So they've got guys on the bench that can come in and do that too. Um, but um, And then the second thing was uh, I, the um, Edwards boys. Uh, Jake Edwards was, uh, was guarding Seth Hours, who's been playing great for Hillcrest mm-hmm. Academy. And Abram Edwards uh, had a lot of time on uh, Grant Bender. And, and those are um, Hillcrest's usual two leading scores. Uh, and uh, they did a good job kind of kinda slowing him down there um, uh, and then the second half uh, Cam Buffen was able to come in and Hill Chris could never kind of they scored a little more in the second half, but they could never get it to single digits. Um, uh, Coach uh, Dyke Ingrich, uh, uh, Hillcrest, just, he, he said, you know, they got pretty good shots. It was like a, there was a lid on the rim. And so uh, once they started falling in the second half, it was too late. Uh, Cam Buffington had 16. Uh, oh, sorry, Abram Edwards ended up with 18 points. Cam Buffington had 16. Uh, Hemsworth with 11 off the bench for Winfield. Uh, for or uh, er, for um, Hillcrest Academy, Grant Bender had 16. Uh, he got a lot of those in the fourth quarter when they were trying to stage a comeback. Uh, Luke Shrock, I thought, was the, the guy who shot uh, the best for Hillcrest consistently he had um, 13 points and then Seth hours ended up with 8 so um, that's a huge win for Winfield on Union Boys because they've now beat Hillcrest twice yep. Hillcrest also play Waco, Waco twice yep. and then of course Winfield plays at Waco so they really needed this one to kind of stay in it otherwise you know Waco would have more of a stranglehold and, and um, yeah so they would have had to have been cheered for Hillcrest well yeah and you know it's we're always looking forward to this kind of little race in the
1: in the North Conference because you know the past couple of years it's been those three teams at the top obviously uh-huh. Hillcrest third last year and um, well I guess Mediapolis was right up there too but yeah yeah and Highland had a little yeah. more seniors last year but yeah. it was mostly those those but, three um, yeah so right now I'm we're looking forward to that. I believe Waco and Winfield
0: play next week, so it's yeah. You know, Though they play, uh, they the it might be a couple weeks because weeks. I mentioned, of course, as a media person would would tend to do. I mentioned Waco in the interview with um, Clay Edwards, the <laughs> Winfield coach, just to say, you know, hey, now you're still one game behind, and he made sure I knew, like, well, we got like five games before that, so we can't be worried. <laughs> so he, he, his kids there, or but when that game does happen, it's going yep. to be more than likely um, the game that decides. Uh, the North division. But again, Hillcrest does still play Waco twice. So there right. still is some variance there and Hillcrest right. only got two conference losses. So if everything works out uh, they need to, you know, they need some upsets, but, um, yeah. And then the girls game, it was kind of a similar situation to yours where the reason I was at the Winfield Hillcrest game was because the boys were going to be so close. We try and catch both, uh, bo- close games, but obviously we're going to the girls and the boys. Winfield is undefeated. Um, Hillcrest Academy has one upperclassman on the entire team, yep. and in fact, they didn't, uh, you know they they've had that for the last couple of years. They've been really young, so obviously they weren't expected to uh, hang with Winfield Union. And it was a sixty-three to four victory for Winfield Union. Uh, Brady Buffington with um, twenty-four points and Melina um, Epping with nineteen points. Uh, those post players kind of yes. did did whatever they, yep. they needed to and that doesn't only happen against you know teams that are struggling um has got a few different ways they can beat you but the when it's the inside that's the one that's the hardest to beat so it's it's funny because when you watch a win from that union game you're watching dominating posts um and the girls and the boys so they kind of showed that off last night a yep. you know, real exciting kind of style basketball to play a real defensive or-
1: oriented and uh-huh. just kind of pound you down low so uh you know it's going to be you know the, the waco waco winfield on both sides uh, yeah I both know. those games are those two teams are at the top and you know i'm
0: looking forward to see how it plays out it is and we'll talk about uh, waco uh, girls uh, a little bit because we've got the roundups coming up but before that everyone's favorite part of the show first <laughs> commercial break um so uh stick in uh, um check out our sponsors uh, there's a two-minute commercial break i believe first of, of two on the day so stay with us and we'll be back with some roundups yeah.
2: We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want, the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their healthcare decisions while maintaining quality of life.
1: At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience.
0: Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I
2: don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program i get from her every year she calls around september so it says there's changes again and i'm going to do the best thing for you it's been perfect she does a great job
0: welcome back we are back and it's a little lighter i'm not sure if you noticed but the, the lights have been turned on <laughs> um uh, which is funny because we were joking about if you go past on our old southeast iowa um Union sports talk videos. There was a time when I was looking at the light, the big light ahead, and it didn't turn out well for me. So go back and find the, and the one I had where the long I was a up, up and everything. And was a a horrible. That. Yeah. Now that was when we were young, young pups <laughs> trying this. Now we're internet veterans. Um this is a Southeast Style Union sports talk. Uh we are live, but it's not called sports talk live. Nope. Something I still haven't learned. It's just sports talk. Um and we are on Washington Lives YouTube, Washington Lives Facebook. Mount Pleasant Lies, Facebook, Fairfield Lives, Facebook, and we're on Spotify at Washington Live, Facebook, or er, um, video and audio, so you can do whatever you want. You can watch it at home, you can listen to it in the car. Probably don't watch it in the car, but uh, but yeah. But then, uh, yeah. Yeah, listen to it in the car. But listen no. to it in the car. If you're tired of our faces, yeah, you know, that's what happens. I did that once. You got tired of our faces once? Yeah. So I just decided to listen to it. Dude, so knock out all the mirrors in your <laughs> house. <laughs> anyway, um, we've got some more. Uh, There's some more games last yep. night. Um, it was a big day in the uh, Super Conference. Um, uh, I think, uh, what, Mid Prairie didn't, at least Mid Prairie boys yep. didn't play because they had that. They were supposed we, we to play we in Wells Fargo, that. yeah. Yeah, Mid Prairie was going to play uh, Denison, right? Yeah, uh, and way out west. At Wells Fargo um, on Monday And the ice and the fog kind of ruined it Denison's out west, they had to cancel it So yep. it was upsetting, but anyway um, A big, lot of super conference, so we're going to start with yep. the boys Hunter, and there, some, uh, there were some There are some really close ones last night, right? At least a couple Yeah, of yeah there were a couple close ones, but uh, first off
1: We'll kick up, kick off with a team we've talked about uh, Here for a little while uh, Number four, Waco, now number four Waco um, yes. Defeats the Wise musketeen, sixty six thirty three. 66-33, uh, the Warriors had no problem uh, with the Falcons, they outscored them 17 9, 24 8, 18 3. Falcons won the fourth 13 7, but even by that point it was, it was it was the lead was too great. But uh, Hunter Hughes led uh, Waco with 21 points. Uh, Colton Lichty and Odie Shevinchek both had seven. Um, Columbus Highland, uh, Highland got their second uh, win of the victory, uh, or second second win of the victory, second win of the season with a 78 uh, 55 victory of a Highland. Um, the Wildcats took the first uh, two quarters 24 6 and 16 uh, 13 for a 40. 40- a 19 lead at the break um, Highland battled back with a 16-12 third um, But the uh, Wildcats ended with a 26-20 quarter and, uh, For the win, Grant Watson um, Led uh, Columbus with 21 points 15 rebounds, 6 assists, 5 steals I thought wow. That was a, n- a nice little stat line yeah. from old uh, Grant Watson there um, Logan break uh, paced Highland with 14 points Kyoto um, took on Montezuma uh, The one of those team, two teams meet It's usually a pretty good pretty good battle there Yes, uh, Turned out the same uh, this time Kyoto wins it, 67-62 um, the Eagles took the first two quarters, 2018 and 16-14, uh, for a 36-32 lead at the half. Um, Montezuma bounced back in third, 22-18. Um, to tie it with a tie it at a 54-54, to the fourth. Kyota um, uh, Keota, uh, you know, came back and took the fourth quarter, 13-8, for, uh, for another nice win for them. Um, Evan Veneto scored 16 points for them. Cole Kendrick added 15. Um, and then I was talking to you this game, uh, yes. your old alma mater here. Uh, Sheraton, 73 over Cardinal, 63. And overtime. And overtime. So uh, one of, probably one of the craziest stats I've seen so far this year, uh, the, uh, the Comets Cardinal uh, held a 41-19 lead at halftime. And uh, uh, Sheraton Storm back in the second half outscored Cardinal 42-20 to to force overtime. And then Cardinal uh, was outscored 12-2 in that, in that extra period there to uh, um, suffer another loss there for them. But uh, last game we have here is West Liberty 33 over Van Buren twenty-eight. Um, was led thirteen eight after one twenty to ten at the break. Uh, Van Buren bounced back in the second half, took the third to eleven eight, and the 4 seven five. Uh, but obviously, it wasn't wasn't quite enough
0: there and fall a little short. But what was the final in that Van Buren game? Thirty three twenty eight. That's pretty. Uh, that's yeah. a tough team to play. Tough. Yeah. Um, so that Van Buren defense uh, playing a little better, it seems like. Um, yeah, I was going to say the the old comeback Chargers, the old comeback yeah. Chargers. That yeah. was surprising that's one of the um one of the games uh, that i knew would be close with cardinal in the south central conference i think i've i've complained before that like right when they joined the south central mm-hmm. conference is when all the teams around there get good they're a lot better than when i was in mm-hmm. high school so i'm struggling to get
1: wins in the, scc the, those two quarters were i think it was like you know each team had like a 38 to like 12 quarter or something really? like that but yeah, it's, a streaky
0: game. yeah but. It, it's hard when it's a streaky game it's hard when you're the team that that blew the lead once it gets to overtime it right. just feels like i mean there's a you know, a million pounds on you. So right, right. Um, speaking of comebacks, actually uh, the girls um, and, and girls basketball last night at Columbus, 52 to 48 over Highland. It was 42, 39 Highland after three. So Columbus, home, was able to uh, come back and that was one of our marquee matchups. That was one where I wish we could have cloned one of us because we had three really important um, matchups last night and that was the one that we didn't see live. But uh, Ariana Vergara uh, 14 points for Columbus. Victoria Howell had 12 and um, Aracela uh, Garza had 9 points and 11 rebounds for them. So uh, we talked about the Columbus girls. They're on the up and up a little bit. They're getting a little older and wiser and uh, able to knock off Highland for the first time since 2015. Man. Yeah, and you know, they play twice a year yeah. at least, so um, that was a pretty big one for them. Um, Waco, 38 to, to Mus- uh, to 38 to 19 over Eliza team, 38 to 19 over yeah. Eliza Muscatine. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. Um, <laughs> to stay one game back up, went throughout Union in the North. Um Ella Kisle had 14, a modest 14 points yeah. for Ellie last night, and Grace Cobble with 10, and Emma Wagler had six. So we talk about the usual suspects usually jump in and, in basketball season, and mm-hmm. those are usually there. Um, their uh, first three. Oh, and I realize if you're um, reading the newspaper today that that fun fact about um, the first time Columbus beat Highland in, since 2015, I put it on the Waco stories. Well, I got to go change that for online here after the show. <laughs> um, and uh, Chioda, uh playing Montezuma last night, 68-17, uh, to uh, 17 was the final there in favor of Montezuma, who uh, they've only lost one game. That was a pretty tough one for Chioda. Yeah, Cardinal and Sheridan have not got the score in yet. I've Mm -hmm. uh, contacted my sources, including my own mother, who works at shares, and (laughs) I still have not got the girls' basketball (laughs) game in from Sheridan Cardinals. So we're going to get that to you eventually, either uh, here or or if they have some breaking news uh, hours late. But I didn't see that in the stream; I wasn't working enough for me to get the final on that one. Um, But yeah, a big night for uh, Columbus last night. Girl, uh, a girl boy sweep over Highland. Um, You know, Columbus it's a big, uh, bigger year for them. And that's a, a rare one that Columbus able sweep Island on the basketball court.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, the girls last year, they're obviously made a lot of improvements uh, from, you know, last uh-huh. year. I believe, I believe they I had one win, I think going in the second last game of the season, I think I was at, at Hillcrest. And yeah, uh, I think they picked up either the first win or second win uh, against Hillcrest late uh, last year. So, uh, much improvement on both sides.
0: That was one of the teams you could tell. I remember watching them last year at Columbus. Um, I forget who. I think I watched them play Waco, and I remember you, you kind of, kind of can see that they're going to start winning soon. Yeah. And you know, it just hadn't happened yet. So they've right. got a couple wins this yeah. year. So they're kind of in the, they're in the top half of the uh, Super North, I do believe. So, yeah. um Or at least right there in the middle. Um, so that's all the basketball that happened. Um, last night high school wise is a little not a little lighter load just because yeah. we're into the early and people got canceled and you yeah. played on monday or whatever but yep. um, we're going to take you to a, another commercial break and we got a little bit of little wrestling, wrestling last night It's just like basketball there's only a little bit but um, we're going to talk about it so we will see you in a couple minutes
2: Protection is important, especially when you're talking about your dreams, which is why we're going to keep you covered
1: with plans that can save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. That's protection.
2: Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross. Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656.
0: And we are back. We are back. It is uh, 2.27. central time. And uh, uh, we'll pretty much wherever you're watching this, unless you're out of the Midwest. (laughs) um, We're at at Southeast Dial Union Sports Talk Live. You know where to find us. Uh, We're talking about about wrestling. Um, Fairfield is actually funny. Uh, Fairfield coach Steve Miller uh, caught me on Monday at Fairfield. He's like, hey, where are you going? What are you coming on Tuesday? And I was like, oh, we got a couple of real close basketball games close to home. He's like, we're in Sheraton. Why don't you come <laughs> with us? So uh, we'll t- <laughs> give him a little love here since we weren't uh, all the way in Sheraton, my uh, my hometown yeah. uh, of of old. So um, and Fairfield was able to uh, scoop up a couple yeah. of uh, wins last night.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, you know they they. Uh, wrestled against Sheridan first, uh, got a win a 49 30 win over, over the chargers there. And then, uh, narrowly lost to, uh, uh, North mask at 42 oh, 32. So, uh, one and one split on the split on the night, but real nice showing. Uh, they had, you know, a couple, uh, some, some wrestlers get two wins, um, on both sides of the card, Zach Westerkamp, Casey Miller, um, um, Dane Burkhart and Dre Smithberg all picked up. Oh, and Kale McCabe all picked up, uh, a pair of wins. Um, you know, you know for the Trojans there, and obviously you know looking at the north mask well, you know that's what say you know a couple can you say two two matches makes the difference there really, uh-huh. for a uh for that uh forty two thirty two wing you know a couple of pins there or whatever but uh um you know fairfield looking really good you know so far this year obviously last year they uh they had some younger guys wrestling and obviously you know case and miller uh coach Miller's son was a lone state 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 qualifier last year, but it seems like this year they've got some kids that really put in the work and uh, it's kind of shown on the mat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It will be really interesting. Um, uh, they have uh, Fort Madison this week, I believe, yeah, um, be a good one yeah, yeah, which Fort Madison and Burlington are the only two teams that are above them. I'm not sure if Burlington is technically above Fairfield yeah, right I now in the standings. So. Fort Madison has oh, been Madison touched. Is, yeah. uh, and uh, so, yeah, as so I said, so I talked to Coach Miller and he said, you know, we'd probably get uh, get a few from them, hopefully. Um, but that's a pretty tough uh, match. Uh, there was a quad last night in Pekin. Uh, Pekin went one and two and Cardinal went 0-3. Uh, Davis County and Moravia were both there. Uh, Pekin beat Cardinal thirty six to twenty nine for the only uh, win. So that rivalry mm-hmm. went right down to the wire. Those two are going to be playing basketball here pretty soon too, even though they're on the same conference. Yep. Um, Davis County over Pecan forty eight thirty. Moravia over Pekin forty two to thirty six, and then Cardinal uh, also fell to Moravia. Fifty six eighteen and Davis County forty eight to twenty seven. Uh, so the closest duel there was was two schools that always play each other a little close. Are one of our favorite rivalries and mm. a the Pecan and Cardinal. I like that, that 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 rivalry has not been upended because um, because Cardinals are a new conference. They didn't they didn't Mizzou and Kansas that where <laughs> Mizzou and Kansas are apparently allegedly big college sports rivals, but they don't play each other in right, anything. Right. Uh, so I'm glad that they're able to play each other in all the winter sports this year. So yeah. So that's awesome. Anyway, yeah, um, it was a short wrestling day. We got some uh, bowling starts back up tomorrow. Yep. Uh, Washington will be at Mount Pleasant. Um, Washington is always at someone because yeah, uh, uh, they, they their home, home. bowling yep. alley isn't big enough. Uh, and uh, so, and Fairfield, I believe bowls tomorrow too. So we'll get that for you. You know, mm-hmm. next week to go a, a little bowling. A little action. Little bowling, it's been a little man. while. Yeah, missing the lanes. Yeah, whoever goes got to get some. Uh, they have the concession stand open. I always, you know, just save lunch for the bowling alley, so you have an excuse to eat bowling alley. You know what food. we should do. Yeah, company bowling outing. Oh, company bowling. <laughs> hey, I uh, over New Year's uh, over New Year's. I, we should go golfing in the spring. <laughs> golfing would be good. Uh, I bowled with my uh, wife uh, on New Year's, and I bowled a one thirty-one. Can you believe that? I actually thought midway through the game we were in a place in Iowa City. It's actually where Iowa City West and Iowa City High bowl. And I convinced myself that maybe that the lanes there were rigged, and that the pins are easier to knock over. But I played a second game and realized that wasn't true. Uh, but uh, anyway. Uh, did you make Fell any, off a little bit. Yeah. Did you make any resolutions this New Year's? Uh, I'm pretty basic. Just like be a little healthier. Be a little healthier. I like that. You know what? I joined a um, sit-up club. Uh, Dave Portnoy on Twitter announced this club where you do a sit-up for whatever. You do one sit-up for whatever day of the year it is. So January. Oh. First you do one, second two, three, four, you know, and then... February first, you'll be doing thirty-two. Yeah. You just keep doing one. Uh, not to brag, but on January first, I got my workout done before I got out of bed. <laughs> so, wow, uh, you were probably lifting yourself out. Yeah, out of bed. I already <laughs> did my four today, so we'll see how long. Uh, I'm not sure how, <laughs> how long everybody else is. When said are you going to be pushing it, at about seven or? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of the, mo- the most push. The most sit-ups I've done. I used to do um, what is Sean T. T25. Um, yeah. And you had to do a lot of crunches and stuff, but Sean it was more, uh. Well, yeah, I used to have Sean T uh, uh, make me chiseled, and now, obviously, I haven't done it in a while, so that's why I have to wear this jacket to hide chiseled. my, hide my uh, arms a little bit. Just, yeah, your physique. My physique, by the way, and also Iowa won. Uh, we're we yeah. were in Iowa stuff. Remember, I there were people who said they were going to win, uh, yeah. and they won handily. So my projection,
1: my uh, projection,
0: I think was 24-21 Iowa, and I was like, hey, I was close on their score. That's right. <laughs> That's I, yeah, that was one of those games where they're winning by so much that at the end, I was almost disappointed that it wasn't worse than twenty one nothing. Right. You predict two defensive touchdowns. I. Uh, it's funny. So Should've I uh, here's it. a personal uh, personal story of mine. Uh, Cody Hills, who works, uh, he's a sports editor in Florida, but he's from Iowa originally. I think he might have used to work in Mason City, that I could be making that up. But he simulates the video game on uh, oh the Iowa games on a video game, yeah. and every week he has a contest where he's supposed to guess the score. And I happened to, his video game ended up 14 to six, which I guessed, so I win a prize. And then as a joke, I said, well, while I'm at it, after they after someone messaged me the next morning and said, hey, you won the, the contest, uh, you guessed the score right Which I always guess the score Never get it, guess it right That was actually the last one in, in history too But anyway That's a lot of details To go into But I jokingly said I said as long as I'm getting stuff right Let me just give you My prediction for the For the Music City Bowl It's going to be 30 to nothing Iowa With three defensive touchdowns And then half, halfway through I was pretty confident myself. Yeah Yeah it Almost happened Man imagine if they got One more And hey, you've right. been feeling Real good That's right uh, Cooper DeJean another defensive touchdown yeah. I was taught I-, I wanted to tell one more story one more can I tell <laughs> one more story you're good uh, so do you remember that when Cooper DeJean was um, recruited to Iowa people were complaining that he wasn't going to get a shot at quarterback yep and so I was sitting at state track meet a few years ago, and Nathan Bleckle, shout out if you're watching this, who used to work, at, he used to be the KILJ sports editor. We were chatting, and he walked by, and so Nathan's like, "Cooper, come over here, and he's, <laughs> okay? And he came talk to us." And Nathan's like, "Why aren't they letting you play quarterback?" And he's like, "Oh," and he just kind of laughed it off, and he's like, and, and Nathan asked something like, uh, like. Uh, they're going to give you like a shot, right? And Cooper said, like, oh, yeah, yeah, probably kind of like that, just to get away from the conversation. And I was joking to Nathan that we should run a dual story for the newspaper <laughs> and, their, and KLJ that, that they were considering him as a quarterback just to get clicks. But we didn't do that. Uh, so anyway, that was, that was a lot of talking about nothing. But uh, Hey, that's okay. Do we have anything else? We don't have any I don't reports. So. But no, New we're years, good. We're talking I'm, about Christmas. I'm good. We're all good. We're all healthy right now. Yep. So that's good. All right. Well, in that case, we're, we're done. <laughs> um, Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk. Wednesdays at 2 o'clock. Every yep. Wednesday at 2 o'clock, except that time we got sick a couple weeks ago. Um, yep. Washington Live. Share this. Tell everyone about it. There's still people that don't know we do one of these um, yeah. podcast videos, We should get shows. t-shirts made. We should get With our faces made. on it. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's right. Anywhere apparel, if you're watching this and we want to make some uh, t-shirts, we'll have your people hook up with my people yeah and we'll uh, get it done (laughs) (laughs) so uh, um, we will uh, we'll be back next week so yeah yeah, we'll see remember we'll we'll see you we'll see you next next week, week same time